the lever, Crank. Crank. <laughs> Wrong lever, Crank. <laughs> Welcome, princes and princesses, to our Disney season. We'd like you to be our guests as we show you a whole new world. Please remember, what we say in this episode might be a little risque, but you shouldn't take us that seriously. We're trying to take the Mickey. You ain't ever had a pod like us, so sit back and enjoy the ride. What's up, Dermy Nation? It's Hi, friends. Jimpera Cusco. Woo! It's me, Emza. And it's me, Crank. Crank. <laughs> 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 uh, are you bloody like a straight drug? <laughs> um, I guess before we start, then um, I had a yeah. couple of things to go through with you before, like that won't make it into the pod, oh. into the episode proper. Oh, um, unless it's spouting some gold. Unless yeah. it is spouting some gold, am but I still. Able, am I getting let go? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, if you were, we would have added Zoom to this call. Okay. <laughs> so we could look you, you in the eyes. Oh, jeez. So so dominant. Such a power move. It is. That, how else do you think I terminate people? Ooh. Jesus. Do you look right into the webcam as well? <laughs> Just stare at them. <laughs> the ultimate power move. <laughs> Seriously is. Actually, no, I should make sure I'm wearing the tracksuit that I'm wearing now. It's my Audi Velua tracksuit. <laughs> Ooh, I, tried to look, I tried to look for that the other day. It was only in uh, ladies. Oh, they only have ladies, yes. Only ladies, yes. Ken, look, you're in Ken, bloody you're quarantine. working from home. Who's going <laughs> to... Exactly. You should definitely still get one. I don't have a shapely body to uh, fit well into those. Well, that's why you need to just start your bloody quarantine workout. Quarantine workout. Oh. Ken, pro yeah. tip. If you buy ladies tracksuits, it just looks like you're packing schmeat. <laughs> oh, my God. Quarantine is fun with you guys. Sorry. I think, I think I've hit rock bottom in my working from home. I didn't have a shower today and I had Twiggy sticks for lunch. <laughs> like just Twiggy sticks on their own? Twiggy sticks and crumpet toast. <laughs> oh my god, that's even worse. Actually, or even I better. Have... I don't know which word to use in this case. Look, actually, my, my day, I actually got up and did a workout this morning. I did Pilates. Except the annoying thing was I've told my trainer, like, this, I'm not the only person in the class, but my trainer knows that I have, like, my wrist injury. It was, like, all wrist work and, like, push-ups and stuff today. And I was oh, like, geez. how the fuck am I supposed to do this? It was, like, tricep stuff and whatever. So I was doing it all on my elbow. <laughs> Oh my god! It's the fucking weirdest thing ever. Because I was like, back. no, I knew that if I like stopped and like said, no, 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 I can't do it, that I would have done nothing today. And I was like, well, it is what it is. I'm just and picturing then- you with one of those like tricep pull down bars, but you're like gripping it in like the negative <laughs> space of your elbow, just like, like pulling it down like a T Rex. Like yeah. A T-Rex. No, 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 no. No, no, no. And then I actually did have a shower this morning, so I beat you there. Um, but my lunch was uh, two slices of toast with Nutella. And mm. a side of a cup of tea and two chocolate chip biscuits that yeah, I made boy. the other day. <laughs> nice. So that was pretty good. So my workout, my workout clearly did nothing. <laughs> but then I showed you that photo of that dope dinner that I made. Oh, God, yeah. that thing looks so good. What the hell? So good. It is crumbed salmon with parsley and parmesan and then some um, garlic veggies and some sweet potato chips. Oh, damn. Damn. Well done. Damn, girl. It was pretty, pretty great. 
For our male fans out there who um, would like to find a wife material, Emma, um, our host right here, is available. Yeah, look, if I haven't sold myself for the other episodes that we've been doing, I've probably kind of redeemed myself a little bit there. Hashtag can cook. This episode brought to you by Emma's Tinder account. Emma's Tinder account, your one-stop shop. One-stop shop. To what? There are children listening, Ken. Oh, okay. Is there? Uh, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. Thought we stopped censoring things a while ago. I mean, we do mark. Th- I do mark these as explicit. <laughs> Youths these days, mm. they don't. They don't uh, listen to that. Mm. Hashtag rebel. I was thinking about this today because Leanna and I have been rewatching the like really good years of The Simpsons on Disney Plus. So like ten years ago. No, no, no. So we started at like <laughs> season six. Okay. Yep. We just finished the one. Where um you know a man gets hit in groin by football and boo wounds. <laughs> oh, I love that one. God damn that god damn season six is a good season. Uh, season six has got so many good episodes in it. What else happens in that? That's a good one. But yeah, if you're anything like my kind of surrogate parents were Cheese TV and six PM Simpsons. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's great parenting. Look yeah. at you now. And but, Pilates like- uh, right before Cheese TV. <laughs> what? Okay, I never did <laughs> no, that. that. Sorry. That was my dad's thing. <laughs> oh, okay Oh was it aerobics What was it Yeah it was it? aerobics It was aerobics Aerobics that... used to be on at like 5.30 in the morning Why is your dad up at 5.30 in the morning To watch watching aerobics aerobics <laughs> That okay. I get that now <laughs> Yeah but at 5.30 in the morning Look he had you kids really... uh, Okay yeah, fair. He was a tradie Fair 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 Alright I was just thinking watching those episodes of The Simpsons That um I basically watched those three seasons that Channel 10 paid for the rights for just on repeat for the better part of my childhood. And I can't imagine that kids these days with all of the streaming services they have access to will have the same encyclopedic knowledge of a very small section of TV that I have. (laughs) But your attention span would be off the charts because you're so focused on that. (laughs) You'd think so, but that hasn't been how my life has panned out. Yeah, neither is mine. (laughs) How are you two tonight? Yeah, look. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a strong no Uh, How am I? No No. Uh, Look, it is I am not Next question Pass Plead the fifth Can I call a friend? No (laughs) 50-50 Do you know what the most boss ass move ever was? When that guy was like one of the first people to win the million And he used his um, phone a friend no, like just to call his dad and tell him that he was about to win the million dollars. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. That's my dream to be that boss. Wait, I thought you liked your dad. What? I do like my dad. I thought you were on a good. I thought you had a good relationship <laughs> with your dad. Why are you calling him up and being like, "Fuck you, dad. Look at me." <laughs> Peter didn't leave Emma with because, like because he didn't leave me. What was Disney it? Twenty-four shares. point whatever million dollars worth of Disney stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I actually did tell him that the other day when I finally saw him after however bloody long it's been. Yeah, we were chatting. And, and then I was just like, you know what? You know, I, I appreciate you, but I would have appreciated you more <laughs> had you had you left me. And he was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. I did have one piece of follow-up before we actually get started tonight, just on The Incredibles. So there was one thing that didn't quite land to me in all the times that I've watched The Incredibles. <laughs> Which is a lot that we have There's a lot, learned. yeah. The moment when Edna says to Bob, my God, you've gotten fat, comes up. After his weight loss montage. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no, he already lost the weight. Yeah. Ah, oh, poor Bob. Poor Bob. Oh, Bob. Nothing's ever good <laughs> enough for Edna. No. No. Oh, poor Bob. Edna. Did you guys have anything else you want to talk about from the last episode? It was incredible. 
<laughs> I did. I will say, and obviously we'll find in my plan later that I did take on board that I was a little bit dark last week. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> May have scared scared a few people. Look, quarantine hasn't been great, <laughs> but uh, I've uh, taken I've taken the uh, constructive criticism on board, and I've toned it down this week. So, uh, yep. And that's it. That's my okay. yep. <laughs> thank you, Emma. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Speaking of The Incredibles, speaking of me watching the very early episodes of The Simpsons and me being a weirdo. <laughs> yep. What? I'm on board. I noticed Brad Bird's name in the credits of The Simpsons. Turns out he worked as like an anim- like the director of The Incredibles, worked as an animation director on The Simpsons for Ooh. its first eight seasons. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fun huh. fact. Cool. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Where was that last time, Jim? Well, I hadn't, I hadn't subscribed <laughs> to Disney Plus <laughs> back then, hadn't I? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was so Actually, long ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when Jim uh, subscribed to Disney Plus, he said he collected Exodia. I did. <laughs> I now I now have all five. I have Netflix. I have Stan. I have Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, and YouTube Plus. Good YouTube, whatever the God. Jeez. You got Apple too, don't you? Apple TV. Oh yeah, and Apple TV Plus. Wow. God. I don't know how I got Apple TV Plus. You bought a new iPad or something? Nope. Hmm. Apple said if you bought a new device, you get a year of Apple TV Plus free. Mm. And I didn't. And then I just got a thing on my phone saying, you get a year of Apple TV Plus free. And I went, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. More or less. Cool, cool, cool. Um, For All Mankind is excellent on Apple TV Plus if anybody wants a show recommendation Mm. and has bought an iPhone in the last year. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight we are talking about The Emperor's New Groove. What? But we haven't talked about his old groove yet. No, his old groove can can go away. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> don't interrupt his groove. Ah, I interrupted his groove. <laughs> Poor old man. I know, right? Oh, man. I'm surprised he didn't die falling out <laughs> yeah. that window. I don't know how more people don't die. They're really Also, how did they get all of their stuff up there? It's very high up. And I don't think Incas had, the, had invented the wheel. No. Did they have slaves? Yes. <laughs> But yes. I, but I, yeah, you know, I was looking at that and even in the beginning, like the opening part where he's like being carried up the stairs and stuff. And I was just like, that just looks like a bitch to like, I mean, if you had a slave to carry you, sure. But my God. Are you ready for the strangest, one of the strangest sentences I've ever read? Yes. I googled, did Incas invent the wheel? And the top sentence says, although the Incas were very advanced and did in fact know about the concept of the wheel, they never developed it in practice. <laughs> Life would have been, because they were just like, we've got slaves, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was actually like one of the fun facts I read up. Apparently, that was one of the historical inaccuracies of the show. Yeah. Of the movie. I like the idea that the wheel is... You know how they, like there's always people who are like, this concept is destroying our... F- like, like, this new technology is ruining family values. <laughs> <laughs> this wheel is ruining our family values of owning people. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but yet, slavery went on for, for many years after. Are you advocating for no, slavery I'm there, not. Emma? I'm not. That's why I had this, okay. the, this sad, like... Mm. Oh, I, re- I totally, like, read Boo that wrong. Slavery. I thought it was, like, a happily ever after kind of tune. Oh, no. oh God. No, I do. <laughs> I am in no way, shape or form condoning <laughs> slavery. No. Reading the next sentence after that thing that I just read you, it basically says they never really got the wheel together because they basically their empire basically spans a mountain range and wheels were not exactly practical. Oh, okay, Yeah, but that's that when you more, get a though. stick. 
What? That's when you get a stick and put it behind the wheels. You know how like... I thought you were going to say like you get a stick and you put it between two wheels and then you've got an axle. <laughs> Did we just why would I, invent the axle? Why would I explain yeah, what an the, axle is? That was the key piece that they didn't invent, the axle. <laughs> oh, man. That's why people say Here's don't reinvent the wheel. They mean just reinvent the axle. We just, did it, guys. <laughs> this wheel, interesting invention, Grog, but what its practical application? Anyway, we've um, completely digressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> Do you know what? No, actually, I actually like the movie. <laughs> I... I, I Remind me when I'm editing this to start playing the outro music when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to subscribe and tell your mom. (laughs) Tell your mom about it. Um, But no, I watched this for the first time ever. What was it, like two months ago when we started Mm -hmm. this Disney season? Because I was like, oh, we'll be doing that soon. I haven't watched it. And then like we watched so many movies in between. I was like, oh, I have to watch it again. Um, So I've seen it twice in my life and both Mm -hmm. times were in 2020. Um, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. It is. It is a good movie. It's very fourth wall breaky though. It's there's there's definitely some uh, starts a, starts off with breaking a four four. Yeah, like you can clearly tell that they were almost at the point of giving up, and they were just like, "Screw it, just just do whatever. <laughs> I don't care anymore." But I actually quite because I quite like David Spade, but I just like the the jokes that are in there. That like as children watching it, you're not picking it up, but adults watching it, you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's you know that oh that's a lot." You know all like the what? um the uh, the jokes that he says about um Yzma and stuff like that like that you yeah. know the old lady or that you know oh god and then when she you know at the end when she's like lifting up her thing her her leg and they're like oh, oh like, god oh, no god. and they see the blade and then they're like oh, oh god <laughs> but just you know like certain things like that like about her and I'm like oh man it, most other kind of Disney movies would not be able to get away with things like that mm. but they do and they do it in like a very jovial way and it's enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, I really like when they subvert their, subvert everybody's expectations in this movie. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> like my favorite scene in the entire movie is when Kronk has another conversation with the angel and the devil on his shoulders, <laughs> and it cuts to the rest of them looking at him, like just talking to his shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Isma looks directly into the camera and is like, "What is going on?" <laughs> it is good. Yeah, there's a lot of good little moments in there. Yeah. It's quite, yeah. Um, so, who's giving us a summary today? Whose turn is it? I can't remember. Um, I don't think I've done one in a while. Mm. Oh, yours, to, Emma. Happy to do it. So, what 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 actually happens in the movie, Look, Emma? Jim, that's a really good question. Go on, please. <laughs> Ooh. Please. Richard, Richard Mercer, the love god, is that you? Um, I miss him. <laughs> I miss him. I used to love Mix 106. Point five. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I digress. Emperor's New Groove. Basically, there's this emperor who says he's the king of the world and he is basically a bit of a dick. Um, he has a bunch of slaves and kind of does whatever he wants. He has this idea about basically kicking a bunch of like poor villagers out of their village so that he can build this like summer McMansion. So that's when he meets the head of the villagers and his name is, was it Pancho? Whatever his name is. Pacha. Pacha. Pacha, that's it. Pacha, because um, Pacha comes to basically talk to him. 
and Cusco tells like asks him where the like the nicest place on the island is and then finds out that hey I'm actually building my mansion here. Hmm. <clears throat> anyway, so during this that he has an advisor who is um Isma and she basically her plan is that she essentially wants to dethrone him so that she can be in control of the kingdom. Um mm-hmm. she sits on his throne at one point and then he fires her and that's when kind of like she crosses the line and she's like, nah, I'm going to kill him. She has this really dumb, like, <laughs> what is what is he, early 20s? Um, like <laughs> hunk crunk that um, he is like her, her sidekick, but he's an absolute idiot. She's a mad scientist. Essentially, they come up with this potion that they're going to kill him with, kill Cusco. What it actually is is that Crunk's actually gotten the wrong one and it then turns um, Cusco into a llama and um, the, he's supposed to kill him but the la- he kind of escapes and then it's basically him trying to get back to the kingdom really. Yeah, what's the name of the city? I think they just call it the city. Yeah, the palace. The, the palace, the, the palace. kingdom, the palace, yeah, something like Home. that. But <clears throat> essentially that's kind of it really and then he realises that um, on his adventure back with Pacha, um, who he talks into coming with him and taking him back, is that Yzma is actually, he was going to go back to her to help fix him because he didn't know what went wrong, but then worked out that actually it was her that did this to him. And then there's this huge fight scene at the end when he's trying to find the potion and she gets turned into a cat and then he doesn't build his mansion he builds a little tiny shack and becomes friends with the families there and that's it well done that was quick yes yeah we we wanted to do it nice and quick so (laughs) there's so many funny things that you brushed over though that we're gonna have to go oh look that was look and that's fine i just wanted to give the people a quick little rundown as to what the movie is (laughs) and that is the gist of it if i if we left it there people would know what this movie was about and then be like Ah, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll go watch it if they haven't seen it before. Hmm. And then... But make sure to come back to this podcast after you watch the movie. Oh, you could just stay here now. You do you. That too, yes. We'll wait. But anyway, Brick now's it. your Brick chance. Brick Brick <laughs> now you can talk about whatever you want to talk about, Jim. Discuss. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> and outro uh, music. So, yeah. I- <laughs> make sure you tell your mum about it. Tell your mum. Um... Reading into the movie, we know that there was like a lot of strife in the production of this movie and basically everyone but um, the voice actors of the Emperor and Yzma left and were replaced. I'm so glad that they kept Eartha Kitt, the voice of Yzma, because she has the most amazing voice for that character. Mm. Uh, most people might be familiar with Eartha Kitt from the 1960s Batman, but Liana is most familiar with her from the song Santa Baby, which is my favourite Christmas song to sing obnoxiously in the car very loud. <laughs> Can you sing it now? Santa baby, forgot to mention one little thing, a ring. I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby. Oh, that weird, like, deep breath at the end. Oh, damn. I actually have heard you sing that multiple times, and I love it every time. Uh, I'm very confused right now, Jim. (laughs) Liana is so over that song. (laughs) Also, uh, that's the one um, Annie sings in Community. Is it? Yeah. It's one of the, it's a Glee episode during Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> the Glee episode. <laughs> I will say, though, this movie did lead to my favourite ever costume. So I'll send you this photo now. Hopefully you two haven't seen it before. But it is a man running the Disney marathon dressed as Kronk. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's awesome. That's cool. That's great. That's so much dedication, <laughs> oh. man. Yeah. If I, if I was ever fit enough to run a marathon, this is what I want to do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That'll never happen for me. Never happen.
Although I've been trying to be talked into doing the bloody cycle, the Sydney to Wollongong. Oh, nice. How far is that? 90 kilometres or something. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. Like- well, if the globe in my uh, primary school class has taught me anything, that's all downhill. <laughs> Jim, I thought your globe was going to be your body. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is trending that way at the moment. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually looking forward to coming out of bloody quarantine, everybody being bigger and me being smaller. It's going to be great. That's part of my bloody motivation. Glow up moment. Being the only bloody person who's lost weight in quarantine. Coming out of my cage and I've been doing Doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. Emma's going to come out like catwalk style. On the catwalk. I do my little turn on the catwalk. (laughs) You've got so much copyright here tonight, Jim. I'm sorry. Just all of the copyright. It's okay. I think we're all tone deaf enough that I don't think anybody would be able to content match that. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's what song is that supposed to be? See, that's why I don't sing because I have a perfect singing. No, I don't. I'm terrible. Um, we all <laughs> know that know I'm the songbird of our generation. Thank you. Yeah, Emma's last generation. Ooh. Speaking of musicians, <laughs> is it weird that I think Lama Cusco looks Lama Cusco looks like Michael Jackson? <laughs> I um, didn't think about that. No, it's kind. Ca- it's, it's just, it might just be the hair. Um, the face is the, I don't know. No. Lama Cusco's face is so flat and he has like the big white eyes and like <laughs> the, the black hair and like the black straight hair that's kind of almost look, a mullet. Look, Jim, you know that I'm usually mostly on board with your shenanigans, but no, you, you lost me. No. Oh. I'm sorry, but it sounds like you got Ken. I can see the hair. <laughs> that's. <laughs> mm. And the fact that it has eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I just think they, they bear a, a striking resemblance to one another. No. no. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. Wait, let me... Let me. I do not. Hmm. But look, I dig it. There you go. All right. So how do we rate Yzma's plan? Look, it's not great. I also feel like she didn't really have a plan as such. It was more like a very go with the flow once she got fired. Yeah. Because you don't mm. really hear her of having a plan prior yeah, to that. she kind of comes up with it on the fly. Yeah. She's kind of just like, her original plan was to... Turn him into a flea. Turn him into a flea and then mail the box to herself. And she's like, no, I don't want to spend a dollar on postage. <laughs> I know, I'll poison him. <laughs> but then, and then like the fallback in her plan is that she trusts Kronk. Like, to be honest, right? Kronk did the right thing. Like, if, if it had hmm. been the right potion, he would have, Kuzco would have died. But I don't know why, with all the potions that she had down there, that she trusted Kronk picking the right one. <laughs> that was her downfall. <laughs> I don't know why she trusted him with anything except cooking. <laughs> yeah, he's spinach, spinach puffs. But, the, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, because technically, like, he turned him into a llama and he managed to tell her, don't drink it and whatever. So, like, technically, yeah. if he'd had the right potion and she'd just bloody picked the potion up for him she would have been fine didn't yeah. she hand him the potion no he in, i think in the movie they say he went down and picked oh. it up but he says in my defense all of your potions are labeled very similarly yeah. or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that yeah you should probably look into relabeling them or something yeah <laughs> yeah the other the other problem i had with her plan is that when she gets back to her house or back in, into the lab she says that there's only three people that know about her being fired which is Cusco herself and Kronk mm. but that when, in the scene where she gets fired there's clearly a dude doing some paperwork about it in the shot right there but as it happens but he's a peasant Jim. he doesn't count no 
He's a bureaucrat. He's wearing like the palace bureaucrat outfit and he's writing something down. It's probably that she got fired. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. There's there's clearly some paperwork about her being let go in the system. Yeah. This sounds like important information for me to be noting down. Like imagine if you fired someone and then they like you did all of the paperwork and then they tried to murder you and then they showed up the next day being like, oh yeah, nothing happened. Oh, just before he went, he disappeared. He told me that it was fine and I was unfired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, sounds legit. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Mm. In her defense, they they did point out that people didn't seem to really care after he left. So maybe she knew about that. Maybe she knew yep. that you know they wouldn't care. So she went along with it. No, no, no. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, what do you, what do you guys think of her? It's plan? all coming together. I think it was very poorly thought out. Like basically, her plan her planning was ten seconds of talking to herself. <laughs> Pretty much. But even even so, you know, when she was like, oh, and then like turn him into a flea, put him in a box, put him inside a bigger box <laughs> and, then, ma- and then mail it to myself. And then and it's just like, why mail it to yourself? You've got them in the boxes and the boxes are right there. Why wait like two to five business days? Just smash it now. <laughs> like, I just love that the, the end game of her plans there was smash it with a hammer. <laughs> like, seriously, man, come on. Oh, man. Nice. But yeah, I was watching that because I watched it today again and I was just like, why? Just smash it now. Why are you waiting until like it posts to you? Yeah, the flea yeah. is like tiny. It could escape. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, the llama's pretty big, but it still escapes. So. <laughs> yeah, true. But that's because she trusts it, Crunk. <laughs> it's called a cruel irony, <laughs> like my dependence on you. God damn it. Crunk is the best character He's in this so movie. Good. I wish I could have, I wish I could get away with having a theme song like he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so what do you guys, what do you guys rate her? Look, I, I'm going to give her a four. Look, she came back in the end. She somehow managed to get back before them. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> when they're like, how did you get back? Look, and then they pull up the map. And, it's just like- and they're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. She, she's competent in her backstabbery, mm-hmm. but she didn't put enough planning in beforehand. So I'm going to give her a four. I say she was like, she dealt with the situation really quickly with what she had. And she, yeah, like, like Jim said, she's very competent at her backstabbing. And afterwards, uh, the, no one really cared, even though Kuzco was gone. So, you know, I give her a five, but I give her a plus two because of Kronk. Also, this I just this isn't a nitpick with Eason's plan so much. This is more just a, a, a nitpick with the plot of the movie. But Emma, would you go over to the house of someone you just fired for dinner? No. Oh fuck no. Hmm. Like I just yeah, So what's no. for poison? Yes, it's just like, oh, oh, you sure we've got no hard feelings about me firing you earlier when you're like a hundred years old and never gonna be able to get another job? Not at mm. all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your score, Ken? Uh, you gave her a five plus two for... Crunk. Yeah. Yeah. Seven? Yeah, seven. Okay. <laughs> Look, I think I'm going to give her a four as well. Because I like her and she's clearly bright. But I think if we're like ranking on her plan and everything, it was shocking. Like it wasn't yeah. really a plan. It was <laughs> wasn't literally really a plan. like a... Smash it with a hammer. I'm angry. These are my hormones going angry. Um, and that's pretty much what it was. It was all very reactional. It wasn't really a plan, mm. which is fine. Every now and then you need a little bit of adventure. Go by, you know, just 
see where the where the wind takes you but no not not in this type of thing but potentially i mean we don't know whether she had a bigger plan so if you if you two had to guess according to my spreadsheet who on average gives out the highest scores ken hmm Jim. It's Ken. Oh! So we're all averaging six point something. Mm-hmm. Emma's 6.1. I'm 6.6. And Emma's 6. Point, sorry, Ken's 6.7. Oh. Emma's a harsh critic. She is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool, cool. So where's she in the rankings with the other ones? Dead last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although she's only one point behind Jumba from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, Jumba. One point is huge. And she's two points behind Doris and Scar. Oh, yeah. Do you know what annoyed me the whole bloody time in this movie is Yzma's boobs. Can we just take a moment (laughs) that her just whole body... Like, look, it's 2020. We shouldn't be picking on female body shapes. Everybody's beautiful. Bloody, bloody, blah. But come on. How old is Yzma supposed to be? Like 4,000. I don't know. But it was just... (laughs) I don't know what was going on there. Like, I remember watching it the first time a couple of months ago and just being like, I feel like, and I was picturing, because I always think, I know it's a cartoon, but like you think in real life. And I was just like, yeah, one like wrong, like gust of wind and there's your boobs out. Hmm. Just... Although I think that kind of feeds into the the point at the end of the movie where <laughs> she pulls her skirt up and they go, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. And then I was watching it again today and I was just like, I just can't get over it. I actually, yeah, I saw... Yeah, it when just, she was back in the cave, and then I was like, "That top is really low." But it's just, but it's just That's like the joke. Yeah, but it's just like because obviously it's because she's old and her boobs have sagged. But it's just kind of like. That's what chicken fillets or something are for. Or don't wear a dress that you need to go braless with. Yeah, and then they don't say, wear a... What do they call those dresses? The ones with the really like V, long like V a, neck. What do they a, call those? Uh, like a... Oh my God, it's not a scoop neck. It's like a, it's like a deep V kind of thing. Like, it just, yeah. just don't wear it. Don't wear those. Just don't wear that. And cause <laughs> I think it was because it was backless as well. Yeah. And it had like no sides or something to it too. Like it was just, there's just too much skin. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dress for your age. Although, and I, I think you'll have something to say about this in the fun facts section, but I think most of that leads back to her original character design. Maybe. The witch doctor thing. Oh, God damn it. I swear to God, if you steal my bloody witch doctor, I only have so no, many fun no. facts, you guys. Cut this out. Cut that out. <laughs> Future Jim cut a future Jim cut a place. <laughs> I don't actually know how many facts do I have. All right, so did we have anything else to say about her plan? Uh no, that was it. That's it. Okay, should we move on to fun facts? We should move on to fun facts. Mm. Emma's focus was the boobies. <laughs> That's my thing, Emma. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Oh, you didn't bring it up. You didn't bring it up and you weren't going to. So I felt that I had to. Fun facts with Emma. Fun, fun facts with facts, Emma. Fun, fun facts. Fun facts, fun facts with, with Emma. Emma. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, anyway, all right, fun facts. Um, so originally um, this movie was going to be called Kingdom of the Sun and it was a very different movie at the time um, when it was first sort of they started to go into production for it. Um, but it was essentially, I guess, a storyline for it was going to be that about him trading places with a peasant who was essentially his doppelganger um, and like trading trading lives. Um, and Yzma finds out, turns the real emperor into a, a llama still um, and then threatens the, the peasant who's faking to be the emperor. Um, to essentially do whatever she says, which is actually not a bad plan. Hmm. This movie was also going to be a musical and Ooh. they hired Sting 
and his band, The Police, to compose and produce songs. Just on the original story there as well. The original concept for Yzma was that she thought that the sun was causing her to age. And so she she decided that she was going to get rid of the sun. (laughs) Wow. Which, as plans go, that's not bad. Wow. Like, the logic's a little spotty. I mean, how is she going to do it, though? I don't know. (laughs) We'll we'll never know. That's I think that's... We'll never know. We're never going to know. Yeah. I think... I don't know how common knowledge it is, but this movie was had some pretty bad development times. Yeah, look, yep. Is that why it was so short? Part of the reason yeah. why. But do you know what? I actually feel like it was a really good length. Mm. Do you know what? Like, yeah. I was watching it and I was like, yeah, like, I'm ready for... Th- like, not not in a bad way, but like I was like, you know what? I'm ready for this movie to be over. And it was over. And I was like, yeah. oh, damn. Sweet. Mm. Yeah, didn't ever say it's welcome. Yeah, mm. it was good. Mm. It was like a... Didn't ever use its premise. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, Perfect cool. house guest. We're over now. Great. Cool. Even better than me. <laughs> so, yeah, talk. I, I guess if we carry on with, with um, Yzma, she was actually going to be in the original one more of a witch doctor than a mad scientist, which probably comes into play with how she was going to try and get rid of the sun. <laughs> like, you do you, do you man. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, going back to Sting, he actually took part in getting them to change the ending of the movie, the, the actual one the version that's come out now. So... It was going to be at the end that Emperor Cusco still built his McMansion where the village was. Yeah. And then just invited them around and that was him being nice. But He was going to build it in the rainforest, wasn't he? No, he was going to... Like, like it was the- still going to be in the same spot where, like, he had showed them, like, he was still going to knock down their house or whatever it was. The way I read it was he... He was going to build it in the rainforest next to their mountain. And Sting was like, I've spent my entire life protecting rainforests. If you do this, I'm pulling out. No, it was more to do with... Yeah, look, it could it could have been that. But the way... And look, who knows on the internet which one is actually true. Because my one was that they didn't actually change that part. And Sting was saying that he had worked all his life protecting like the indigenous populations. So that if we were oh, yeah. going to be kicking somebody out of their home and things like that, he didn't feel comfortable with it. Which is why that they in the end changed it to... Um, that he built a more um, reasonable sized one off to the side and then they just had like the water park and slides and stuff like that that everybody could use. (laughs) Yeah. Never build your holiday house better than your real house. Otherwise, you'll never want to go back to your real house. (laughs) Yeah, look, to have that much money, eh? (laughs) Just to have either. (laughs) Hey, hey, when this podcast gets like famous and popular, we'll all have holiday houses and normal houses and like overseas houses and all those houses. I get some bad news for you, Ken. Yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> What's Look, I love I love this podcast, but no, it ain't happening. Even if we did become <laughs> successful and famous all of this, I don't think we'd be able to afford holiday <laughs> houses with the money. Um, I think we might be able to afford houses with the money if we became very successful off of may- this. Maybe after COVID, maybe we'll be able to afford a bit more. Ooh. Maybe, yeah. I'm just going to stick with my little Monopoly greenhouses. Anyway, back to fun facts. Did you know that Owen Wilson was going to be Parcha originally? Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was in the- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was in the original one when it was wow. the Kingdom of the Sun, and I think it was supposed to be, Parcha was supposed to be a little bit more of a younger character, but he was mm-hmm. going to be the original one. And also supposed to look like David Spade, which I guess David Spade and Owen Wilson sound more alike than David Spade and John Goodman. Yes. So, Cusco got his name from the capital of the Inca Empire, which is also Cusco, but with a C, 
which is mm-hmm. located in modern day Peru, Ooh. which is interesting. And Pacha in an, one of the Incan languages means earth. Woo. The original name for the Cusco character was M- Manco or Manco. Manco. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that. Spelled M-A-N-C-O. Oh, that's... But at the last minute, they had to change it because it's basically the Japanese version of the C word. <laughs> that could have been interesting. Yeah. Good to know, though. Now I know another swear yeah. word in a different language. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or it's it's very similar, similar to the Japanese yeah. version Mango. of the swear word. What else have we got here? Chicha, Pacha's wife, was the first mm. pregnant character to appear in a Disney animated film. <gasps> She's the best. Good on yeah. them. I thought that was pretty I lo- cool. I love her so much. That was pretty cool. She was great. With so many children running around, you'd think you'd see more pregnant bitches. <laughs> yeah, but not in Disney. Not in Disney. Yeah. The stork drops them off. There's a movie about it. Um, I mean, there used to be a rule against that. You used, used to not be able to show pregnant women on TV. What? Like uh, in the Flintstones, they weren't allowed to show Wilma being pregnant. They had to basically cut after the birth to her with the baby. <laughs> oh, wow. Magically what? had baby. Yeah. Okay, then. Why are people weird like that? Because Americans are weird. <laughs> they had all of these. They had all of these rules about like what you could and couldn't have in the movie, couldn't couldn't have on movies or in TV. Like villains were never allowed to profit from their actions at the end. They always had to lose. Oh, which basically went all the way up until the seventies. So the real villains can monopolize the business. Yeah, genius. <laughs> oh my god! Is did we just unveil like a world, a conspiracy world domination plan? <laughs> Wasn't really a conspiracy. It was kind of the law. <laughs> Um, all right, what else we got here? Barbara Streisand was originally going to be the voice of Yzma. Mm-hmm. Barbara. Um, I've always wanted to um, get married to a Barbara. A Barbara or a Barbara? A Barbara. <laughs> that um, way it'd be Barbie and Ken. <laughs> well done. Anyway, um, Patrick Warburton um, actually made up and owned the rights to Kronk's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit so much. Um, and the so last funny. one that I have here, which I really love, is that um, you know the old guy that um, falls out the window because he puts off the uh, the emperor's groove. Mm-hmm. He is John Fielder, who is the voice of Piglet. Oh, that's cute, yes. Piglet. And we all know I do love me a bit of Winnie the Pooh. Mm. And yeah, that's all my fun facts. Well done. You're welcome. I got two left. Okay. (laughs) So my first one is, so we were talking earlier about how there was a lot of production production strife in this movie and that a lot of the cast changed and a lot of the crew changed and like the director changed and basically like this movie almost didn't get made. So there was so much strife that the lead animator assigned to the movie uh, decided to leave after the director's change and he went on to work on the animation for Lilo and Stitch. Aww. Uh, good movie. Small industry. Uh, so you were talking earlier about how Sting wrote the music for this movie. Sting wrote the song at the beginning of the movie. Like, you know how in the beginning of the movie, he point he has the theme song guy that does like theme songs for Cusco. That's Tom Jones singing it. Mm. Sting wrote that song, but he said that he thought he was too old to perform it himself. Uh, but Tom Jones is 11 years older than him. <laughs> So they got an older guy to sing the song See, because I, they wanted a younger yeah. voice? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. But I wouldn't say that Tom Jones sounded younger than Sting, though. No, he w- he doesn't. Because I remember, and it just, just confuses me because that's not what it sounds like. Hmm. I do like, like, Tom Jones has a fantastic voice, but it definitely doesn't sound younger than Sting. Yeah. Sting is one of the few people that was involved in the production from almost beginning to end. 
Good old Sting. But he was so frustrated by it that he basically got his wife to make a documentary about how shit the production was. <laughs> and they called it the sweat box. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Mm. It's like it, a no, as in like a sweatshop. Kind of like a sweatshop kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. All right, should we talk about our plans? We shall. Let's, we shall. Let's do it. Onwards. Emma, you're up. Oh, fuck's sake, I'm always... <laughs> All right. Last week she was just complaining okay. that she's thirsty every time. I feel, yeah, I feel like. All right, let's can, go one more. No, 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 we, can, no. we can do it, but I just feel like no, no, I just want to point out to the the audience. No, I wasn't sure whether it actually worked because I had the same number before and after I clicked. Ah. So let's try that one more again. All right, and. <laughs> Is it me again? <laughs> yeah. All right, fuck it. Okay. Whatever. I would just like to point out, because usually Jim like cuts this part of it out where we actually... I don't just go first every time because I want to. We have a bloody <laughs> random r- number generator and it's always me. So, whatever. And we change the numbers up every now and then. <laughs> I think that's the downfall. It's like every time it's going to change, then we change our numbers and it's whatever. Anyway, Jim's actually psychic. My plan... Jim's probably not even using a bloody random number generator. He's probably just lying to us. And she doesn't. Like, oh. Jim doesn't even uh, say what number uh, comes up. It's uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're on to me. <laughs> anyway, my plan. Question for you guys: How much do we love a bloody prophecy? The answer is a lot. <laughs> so, step one of what? the yeah, shut up. <laughs> step one. I of, love prophecies. Ah, uh, thank you, Ken. That's what I was expecting when I asked the question. <laughs> Anyway, step one is for Yzma to create a prophecy, um, right? Because obviously she's the the advisor. She's like a bit of a mad scientist. She's obviously in touch with whatever. So it's to create a prophecy that basically says um, if Cusco doesn't change his ways and step down in place of the true emperor, something bad will happen. Plus, I guess the good thing about her being so old is, she, is that she could write a prophecy 100 years ago. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> She's like, you know what? In 100 years, I kind of probably want to be emperor or empress. Just write a whole bunch of prophecies. What <laughs> of them um, would stick. But yeah, so yeah. anyway, so create the prophecy. Um, we all know that he's not going to change because it took a lot for him to change, literally change. Um, and then step two is to... Turn him, still turn him into a llama, but not only turn him into a llama, but actually the whole kingdom. Um, so that, so put it through the water systems if people are eating, things like that. Um, but what you want to do, what she wants to do during that. So obviously that's the prophecy coming true. Every, something bad has happened because he hasn't changed. So clearly he's not the true emperor. But what she needs to do is to make sure that she is the most powerful animal. So it will kind of show, I guess, kind of like a king of the jungle kind of thing in terms of that this is, oh, this has all randomly happened to us, but yet she is the more powerful animal, which therefore shows that she is the the true empress or whatever. So basically what that's doing is essentially turning the world on its head um, and going against Cusco because he's done this to them. Um, and then she can rule through the uh, the chaos of it all. Um, she can still scare um, Cusco off somewhere, but also, I mean, she's going to be the most powerful animal, so she could probably overthrow him, and obviously everybody's pretty pissed off at him as well. So she'll rule through power, um, and over time, she can then, if she gets sick of being an animal and whatever, um, she can find a cure and turn everybody back. And then when she changes everybody back, they're not going to want to overthrow her because she's shown that she was the true emperor and she saved everybody. So, you know, she officially, she warns them to start off with and was trying to protect the people as opposed to Kuzco, who was a bit of a dick. And then she saved them in the end. Oh, sure. But when I come up with this plan for our Willow episode, I'm creepy and offensive. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but that's because you were trying to change like some people into pigs and then being like, if you want to make a child, you got to come get permission. And that was weird. Oh that was weird. God. This is just me turning everybody into animals. Equality. <laughs> it's equality, Jim. And it's not me like weirdly sitting in a barn watching people fuck to produce children. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Oh my god! You have successfully painted Jim in a very, very bad light. Is, Excuse that, me, I didn't say anything about watching people fuck. That was implied. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the point. Your plan was basically like, I need to make sure that they don't run away and whatever. I'm like picturing it all now. It was literally like, <laughs> they'd be supervising the humans <laughs> making love to procreate and that, and then they'd be turned back into pigs. And that was your plan. And our plans are very different because mine is very sweet and wholesome and it's Yzma saving everybody. <laughs> See? She knows her audience. <laughs> <laughs> I got told I was dark last week, so I thought I'd go lighter this week. So there's still a, bit of, a little bit of fun in there. Create some chickens. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Create some. Oh my gosh, where are you going with that? No, just creating chickens. I'm not. I'm and, not Jim. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's headed for a clucking good time. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> Although I would be interested, right? Okay, so my plan's done. That was. My oh my plan. gosh, interested but, in no, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Choose your words very fa- carefully, Emma. Have a little I've faith. fallen into this trap bit- once before. <laughs> Actually, you know, just stop talking. <laughs> no, but I, okay, my curiosity, right? Oh, no, 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 ignore it. No, 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 go for it. No, it was yeah, just a curiosity because now that we were talking about it, I was like, I wonder if, right, if you turned uh, like a husband and wife into like chickens and then they, obviously chickens still. They have sex. They still have sex and... Also, because obviously from what we've seen in the movie, they still have like their own personal, like human traits. Hmm. If they had a child or conceived, would that child be turned into a human at the end of it? Or would it be like a chicken? Do you know what I mean? <gasps> oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah, actually just I know kind exactly of mind fucked myself. <laughs> is it a chicken or is it a Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when she turns is everybody like- back into humans, is their love child hmm. a hmm. weird, like magical creature? Or does it turn automatically back into a human? Do you know what I mean? Like what? There's a, there's a story in there somewhere. Really fucked up story, but still. <laughs> but that's where my brain went. And now I've like completely mind fucked myself. <laughs> anyway, that mm. was my plan. It was a little bit more wholesome this week. So you're welcome. Does it have the mental capacity of a, chi- of a human or a chicken? But that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cusco was still able to talk. So he still had all his mental faculties. Yeah, and she was, was a bloody cat and she still had like she looked like a yeah. kitten, not a cat. So I think I think if we just go based on words, if you cross <laughs> a human a, a baby human with a baby chicken or a chick, you get a hick. So I have to imagine they'd be at least like uh-huh. subpar intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> like most ticks? <laughs> yeah, like most ticks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's anyway. going next? Ken or me? <laughs> hmm. Oh, I wonder. Ken, you're Jim- up. Oh, hey. surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, I was last last time, I think. <laughs> oh, okay, here's my plan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about the chicken. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so. <laughs> Can you just imagine going to a farm and there's just a bunch of chickens chatting, just chatting to you? Oh, my God. Oh. So I says to Moira the other day, I says, Moira, don't come near my man again. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Okay, so my plan involves uh, turning people into animals as well, but only spe- uh, some specific ones. 
uh, I, I would, uh, as Yzma, I would find a poor village. You know, this was inspired by the first scene where we see Yzma talking to a peasant. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, what, what, like, you know, what was it that you don't have? Like, food? <laughs> you know, <laughs> food? And then she was you like... You should have thought about that before you became peasants! <laughs> Thank you. I did not remember the line. That was perfect. <laughs> so, um. I'll find some peasants... And then after that, I will use the extract of locust and the extract of ants and turn them all into locusts and ants. And uh, a locust eats about two grams of food a day, uh, which is its its own weight in food. So, you know, it's not eating... So, with a whole village, they'll be able to eat about 10 grams of food a day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, they'll eat a lot less food, but they'll also be able to eat other people's food. And then, um, so, I'll get them to uh, go out and eat other villagers' crops and... The ants can help steal the rest. Uh, you know, ants can carry heaps of weight. So, yeah, uh, there's that. <laughs> so, eat crops, steal the rest. Uh, and then uh, Yzma could store it and uh, create a food empire. Mm-hmm. And then the next right. step, uh, we, you know, uh, th- with this, she can control uh, the masses using the, uh, by controlling the food supply and demand. Uh, with Along with uh, a loyal, uh, locust loyalty. <laughs> So, well, after she waits until the uh, hungry cr- uh, crowd overthrows the emperor, uh, she'll be able to take over, feed the mass, and uh, profit from this. And she'll, uh, she'll become the new uh, the new person in control since she's the person with the food. And then after that, uh, she can take over the rest of the world by uh, pulling the same trick, uh, turning everyone into locusts, eat everyone's uh, eat eat all the other nation's food, steal uh, steal it back home, and then control the rest of the world. And, uh, yeah, I think it's all coming together. But aren't the locusts just going to destroy the crops? Yeah, especially if they have, like, questionably human offspring. And locusts (laughs) multiply very quickly. I did not think about the questionably human offspring when I was writing this plan. I apologize. But also, yeah, uh, because just like, yeah, they're just going to destroy the crops. So, therefore, the food's not actually going... There's going to be less food because the crops are going to be destroyed rather than transported somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So, the thing is, uh, because... Uh, locusts actually eat it eat its own weight in food and you can see from the animal transformations that they one person transforms into one animal therefore one person would transform into a locust the overall amount of food that the whole population would eat would actually lower to uh, much much less than what a normal population of humans would eat then I'm not seeing why it's an issue that all of these people who were humans are now eating about a thousandth as much food as locusts yeah so there's not going to be that many hungry people anymore so people mm-hmm. aren't going the hungry people aren't going to want to see I Cusco. only selectively select uh, select people who already weren't getting enough food and take food from people that are getting enough food and therefore causing an uprising as we equal as we expand the amount of people that aren't happy. Oh, so you're literally going to eat the rich. Whoa, interesting. Mm. Well, figuratively literally eat figuratively the rich. eat the rich. Yes. Cool. Mm. Cool. Okay. Based on your reactions, I don't think I'm winning this one, so. Hug. <laughs> It's not coming together, guys. I, I know. I like. I like the 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 thought process behind it. I just think the execution's probably not going to go down as as what you've said. Mm. If you turn a hundred people into locusts, that's a hundred mm-hmm. locusts, which yeah. it's not that many. Like that's actually yeah, true. I can't count that on my fingers, but that's like it's not that many locusts. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Yeah, like, no. Yeah. Fair? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hang on. Incan number. 
system. <laughs> number system. Come on, Tim. Oh no, they they had base ten numbers. Okay. Ooh. So I was just wondering whether they were they were like some cultures that have their numbering system goes one too many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. Count. Random right. number Hours. generator, Jim. Drumroll, please. Drumroll, please. I feel like if Jim, I do a drum it's roll, me. My, my mic Congratulations, will... Jim. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I'd like to thank the Academy. Come on um... down. <laughs> You've won a bike. This is Jim's uh, 11th time auditioning for the show. <laughs> I'm just really excited to be here. Uh, so <laughs> my my plan is fairly simple. So if I'm Yzma, who's disappointed me the most in this in this endeavor? You'd think it'd be Kuzco, but it's really Kronk. Because he's <laughs> one that both A, failed to get the right poison, and then B, failed to kill a man who was asleep, which... <laughs> Whereas I would actually have, like actually argue that she is her own biggest disappointment. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry, I'm Isma. I'm egotistical. I don't see any sorry. fault in myself. Yeah, yeah, because cool. I'm I'm a flawless queen. <laughs> um, yes, queen. except for yes. your choice of outfit. No, I will not accept any criticism on my outfit. Ken. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you look fabulous. But you know what I do have access to? I have access to a cupboard full of potions that turn people into animals. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn Kronk into a bloodhound and I'm going to search for Cusco using him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's dark. All right. No. Like a blood... Like use him to... Like use Kronk's new bloodhound smell. nose to f- track him down. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, have this, you have his scent from when he sat at the dinner table. There's things that he held or sat on or whatever that you can get Kronk to smell. Mm-hmm. And then follow the trail of... And then follow the scent trail. Mm. Mm, yep. Mm. Easy. Leads you straight there. You won't you don't need this complicated uh squeakity squeaker. Nonsense. <laughs> but it was entertaining, Jim. You don't need You're to do telling... intelligence gathering with the local wildlife. It was You're entertaining. Telling... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but then what? Then you find him and then you kill him. Yeah. Like the plan was originally. <laughs> it's just a more efficient way of getting from point A to point B. But 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 talking squirrel. Squeakity squeaker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Cool. Uh, you're fl- replacing a handle animal check with a perception check. Correct. Mm. Just cut out the middleman. Just go straight to the animal knowledge. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. Oh, but would she survive in the jungle with a bloodhound? Look, probably not. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> D in the wilderness. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Are we ready to vote? Yes. On three. One, two, three. Emma. Ken. Emma. Yay! I went dark one week and then light next the next week. What will she do next? That means you're one up on the two of us. Oh, excellent! God, it's going to be annoying if we have another tie at the end. <laughs> just, <laughs> just let me fucking win. Emma has to win the next one. Emma, no dark stuff. Add some redheads. Cat girls done. Uh, woohoo! <laughs> well done, Emma. Thank you. Well, Thanks, friends. <laughs> Great. You're, welcome. You're welcome. Woo-hoo! Everyone, the songbird of our generation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So what's your headline, Emma? Oh. Um, Llama causes drama as chicks run wild in our new animal kingdom. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Woo. Woohoo. Huh. Joe Exotic wants either David Spade or Brad Pitt to play him. <laughs> Isn't Nicolas Cage doing it? <laughs> David Spade would make a pretty good Joe Exotic. I'll give him that. I think I saw something recently that he actually had like a Zoom call with people and he was like, I'm not doing it. God, I want David Spade as Joe Exotic now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
<laughs> I I kind of want Nicolas Cage. Brad Pitt doesn't look enough like him. Brad no. Pitt is too attractive for Joe Exotic. Yes. You know what? I've never really been a fan of Brad Pitt growing up, but he has definitely grown on me in the last few years. Like, I'm all about the Pitt now. Uh, as John Lovett would say, Brad Pitt has had a six-pack for the last 30 years and we don't appreciate him for it. No, like he's like, yeah, oh, Brad Pitt. I was actually I was thinking about it as I was watching, what was it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last the mm. other week? When he gets up on the roof shirtless. Yeah. and I was just like... like and you're like, oh, Dane. And I was like, Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely noticing my tastes changing as I get older. It's kind of sad. Although it's probably good that I'm not really into like the the teen, <laughs> the teen Bobby looking <laughs> looking D. kids anymore. Yeah, unlike D. I'm into a, I'm into a, yeah, it's probably for the best. a man's man. <laughs> what about you, Jim? How's your taste in men change? I'm more of a Chris Hemsworth kind of guy. Ooh. Oh, Who is, yeah, who's everybody's favorite Chris today? Hemsworth. Ah. Uh, Hemsworth, yeah. Ken, who's your... F- Today feels like a Pratt day. Ooh. You know what? For me, it's an Evans day. <laughs> what was I watching? I was watching Justice League with my parents last night. And you know in the scene where um Henry Cavill comes back and he's like, he's flies off with Lois Lane. Have you guys seen it? I can't even remember if I you've seen not. it. I have not. What movie is it? Justice League. I've seen it, but I, was, I wasn't really paying attention because that movie is so crap. Anyway, anyway, yeah, whatever. Anyway, in the scene where he, he's coming, anyway, he's it's Henry. Imagine Henry Cavill shirtless, standing in a bloody cornfield with Lois Lane, and she's like got. He's obviously a lot taller than her, and she's just got her hand on. You know how girls stand there and they'll just have like the hand on like the chest or like upper stomach of like a their partner or whatever, and it was kind of hovering there, but like a little bit lower down on like his freaking washboard abs and dad was sitting there and this is, he, he doesn't like any kind of like romance in any movie ever <laughs> he's just just kill people like just action just shoot people like whatever you're doing but as soon as there's any kind of romance he's like no no waste of time what is this anyway and he's like what does she have to put her hand there what is this this is just ridiculous. how does your dad react to sex scenes he walks out of the room oh god thank god oh. No, oh. like watching Game of Thrones with my dad is the most because he like literally sits there on the couch and he like goes, does the whole like fold his arm things and kind of like humps over and he's like, oh, it's just rubbish. What's the point in this? It's just it's useless. What? Wow. No, unnecessary. Is it weird that your dad sounds like my grandpa? <laughs> like, look, I do. I friggin' love my dad, but he and which is why I think because of that, which is why I actually really love action films. Because I'm just so used to watching them that, like, whenever I'm at my parents' place or hanging out with mum and dad, we always just put on, like, an action movie. So, like, John Wick is my dad's, like, freaking favourite movies ever because there is zero (laughs) storyline and just people getting killed. Left left a field question. How does your dad feel about the volleyball scene in Top Gun? Um, good question, because growing up, all I remember is dad just replaying the beginning bit with his sound system. Yeah. Like, I don't actually... It is his favourite film, but I I haven't actually asked him that question. Um, And I shall. I shall. Before next pod, remind me and I will ask him and I will come come back with the answer for you. But it's... I just remember growing up was when he got, yeah, the sound system and used to just literally just play the beginning, like the planes going. (laughs) And he showed me the other day, actually, because he got a... um, And I didn't realise this, but he got a medal from the the New Zealand Air Force for his service in there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to be in there for in service for like over three years or something like that to get a medal. Oh, cool. Yes. And that's why he likes Top Gun, because he was in the Air Force. Why did your voice change? I don't know. But they wouldn't let him fly the plane because he, he has shitty eyes. Oh. oh. Anywho. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. 
<laughs> Congratulations, Emma. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. Thanks. That was friend. a long tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I brought it back. It's fine. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, man. We got there in the end. We got there. We did. Look, it's uh, been a anything fun Anything else night. you guys want to talk about before we go? I do feel like last episode we had something on like my dating life and Ken was like, every week Emma's going to come back with like... A, I had dating tips with Emma. Tip with Emma. Uh, Emma's not good at dating. I can... Uh, if you follow me, I can help you get ghosted. So if you... If you want, <laughs> oh my God. If you want that, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, if you stack it on your bike, uh, the yeah, physical also, pain will distract from the emotional pain. Uh, look, only for moments. No, yeah, my um, I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah, I didn't, that's the thing. Friends, I didn't tell you. I fell off my bike and I really hurt myself. Oh. But um, I'm still I'm still alive. I'm still still kicking. I'm still breathing. Good on you, Emma. I'm living the dream. Do you look like that lady from 30 Rock at the, the <laughs> Women in Media presentation who's like, Gary used to read the maps. <laughs> I don't remember yes. that. One. No, I'm basically um, John Hamm's character. Oh, okay. When I get my hook hands, <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the episode's called. Anyway. Anyway, no, I do. I do remember what you what you're talking about. But yes. Anyway, <laughs> no, I believe that was it. Just filling the the people in on my life, and I believe by the time that we have our next episode, I will have more exciting Emma's life news to share. Woo! What will it be? Fall off your bike again? Look, probably. Don't do that, Emma. I freaking hope not. (laughs) Don't fall off. Just fall off in the opposite direction. That way, you even out your injury. All right, I'll fall to the right this time. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Although it has been a blessing in disguise that it's been my left hand. Although you don't actually realize how often you use your non-dominant hand until you really can't use it. I think I'd be realizing how many. (laughs) No, I shouldn't say that. You'd realise it pretty quick. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks for playing, you two. You're Thanks welcome. for joining us. Thanks for joining us, everyone who's either at home or stuck at home. Everybody's at home, Jim. We've enjoyed having you here. <laughs> Join us next week as we will be talking about what is maybe my least favourite Disney movie, Mulan. Oh, what? yours as well? Yeah. No! Let's start that controversy early. No! Oh, wow. Me too. Oh, I'll make a man out of you, Jim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got some bad news for you, Emma. <laughs> Mulan is a great film. I didn't feel that at all. Are we actually saying goodbye? We, we can actually say goodbye. Yep. We are actually okay. saying goodbye. All right. All right. Goodbye, friends. Well, okay. Say that argument for the next time. Until <laughs> oh, then. I will. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Call me. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to World Domination. You can find links to all the things we talked about, our other episodes, our social media handles, and our contact information at anchor.fm slash worlddomination. If you want to tell us something, feel free to get in touch. And remember, if you like the show, make sure to tell your mum about it. No. I forgot to push the record button. I don't want to talk to you people unless we're recording in case we <laughs> spout some gold. Podcast. In case we what? Spout some, some gold. gold. Oh, I thought you said spilt some gold. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for something. <laughs> It'd be more of a... Explain. A pearl, wouldn't it?
jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Can it? Wow. Yep, I just got it. Oh, God. Oh, wow. There's gold in them hills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.